guys, guys, help me out. You got help, you, you. I don't. You didn't give me any lines. I don't know what I'm supposed to help you with. I'm drowning here, dude. You, you got. I unplugged my. Microphone. I don't know what to say. I unplugged I my my headset, and so I plugged back in. Everything's fine. But help me out, dude. I'm really fucking. I, up. I again. I'm happy to help. I'm here and I'm willing, but I don't know what you want me to do or say. You just jumped right welcome, in. Welcome, welcome back to the Destiny Podcast, and I Are did you it. Okay, I stuck the landing. I did it. Okay. That's, do you want me to clap? Is, is this a clap situation? I would like everybody to clap, even if you're driving. Uh, both hands. Everyone could just give me a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't lift them off the wheel. Just scoot them back and if, forth. If you're a Postmates, Postmates driver, one thing for being an essential worker. If you're a Postmates person on a bike, take those hands off the handle. Start giving me a round of applause on the street. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Gus, we got some... Business, <gasps> business, 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 business. First order of business. W- fucking surprise, surprise. We got podcast merch. You've been asking for it. We got it. We got uh, the old holiday sweaters. If you miss those, I absolutely fucking love those sweaters, dude. The beer, oh, they're the gorgeous. Beer ones. Uh, mm. We we got post office merch. I mean, not the not the USPS. We got our joke of the post office merch. Um, yeah, and not even post office, an office in which you might exchange post, just even further distance. And it's not a storage unit, Gus. I hope you know that. I just want to add it right I'm, there. I feel as though I'm understanding more and more every day, but maybe I'll get there someday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We got a boy support, a boy sweatshirt. We got, we'll got. we put it all on screen here. Um, we, we tried to figure out what the link was before recording, but we don't know. So I'm going to... Not add in the audio later. I'm going to say it right now. So if you want the merch, go to the link below or go to gusandeddy.com. Dot com. That's gusandeddy.com. Dot com. You're going there. Honestly, we did it. Everybody, thank you, though. Seriously, this is one of the best possible ways that you could support us. If you can't afford something, don't even worry about it. I, I see comments sometimes. They're like, oh, I wish I could get that. Don't worry, just you being here and listening is enough. Thank you, but oh. if you want to pick up a shirt, down there, guy. Dude, I, I was looking to see what I forgot. Not only do we have a Gus and Eddie Knives hat, we have one fun Gus and Eddie shirt, and the, my maybe personal favorite, we have the Boogerwall Courtroom Sketch shirt, which mm. is fucking... Leighton outdid himself. It's fucking awesome. So uh, it's beautiful. Oh, also we have beer koozies. I forgot about that. Um, so we Ooh. got, so, uh, that's a, that's a lot of shit. And there's also a bottle opener. Um, and if we don't have one of those that's on the website, that means that we cut it by that point, And I just promised something that we don't have. And that's, you know, that's something may, that's really something it makes you think hell. Yeah. It makes you think <laughs> uh, the other point of business, biz, business, guys, business, 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 business. I just want to stress. You guys will see that, uh, I am in, uh, the, uh, Ch- Chicago suburbs set. I just want to stress to everybody. I did not come home for Thanksgiving and do the Thanksgiving travel block. You saw on the news, I'm I'm not going to, you know, some people maybe had to travel for it, but I just want to say I was two weeks quarantined. I came back well before Thanksgiving. I'm here into December, and then I come back and I'm quarantining until there's a vaccine. So I just wanted to make sure everyone knew I wasn't like one of those people who was going on Wednesday, leaving on Sunday, and they were like asking them on the news, why are you traveling for Thanksgiving? And they're like, we, it's been hard. We got to go to Florida. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I just want to stress I'm here, but it wasn't for that. And I'm not being irresponsible with that stuff. I just want to make sure you guys knew. Cause honestly, if I was watching and I was just here around Thanksgiving, I'd be like, huh, 
you know, for me. So yeah, you bet. Anyways, again, it's not like you're not seeing everybody. You're just seeing you got. Tony oh yeah, mom. sorry, I forgot to mention as well. Yeah, I came back and uh, Tony and my mom. My mom works from home. Tony does the podcast here. We have been just fully in the this bubble, and I'm not going out or doing anything. You know what's something a little bit upsetting? What's that? I saw one of my favorite restaurants in the area. The owner was uh, arguing uh, in the Yelp reviews uh, about COVID safety with Uh people, with people that were upset about the lack of safety at that place. Um, I wasn't going to go there. I was maybe going to get delivery from there. And I was like, oh, man, I'm still going to eat your food once all this is over, but I'm not going to feel good about it. Well, I mean, the good thing is you can get Arby's out here when you come back, too. So it's That's true. That, I, yeah. It sucks that I can't get Arby's in the Midwest, and I can get <laughs> I it when I come out to L.A. So I think that's it for business, 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 business. And we're rolling, wow. and we're going, and we're keeping on moving. That's what I'm saying, Gus, as to my new catchphrase. That's wait. We're rolling and we're going and, and we're, we're keeping, keeping on moving. moving. <laughs> yeah, is that? I mean, I don't. I want to prop you up, Eddie. I want to reinforce uh-huh. good ideas here. I don't know if that's the case. I feel as though it's a bit verbose, a bit wordy. Dare so I say. what I'm hearing is you not supporting me, and I think everyone's kind of catching that in the podcast is that you're not very supportive of me, and that's maybe a character flaw of you. Can I ask you something real quick? uh I would like you to repeat to me word for word what your catchphrase is. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) I I legit cannot remember. I can't even remember. We're we're rolling and we're going and hey, we're keeping on moving. (laughs) (laughs) I know the hey and the click was not in there. I added it. I was giving a little extra flair. Brands evolve. We develop. I, it was. It's like in. I just watched Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know, he's got his little. He's got his catchphrase thing. He's got his. his uh, what the fuck did he call it? You, you've seen hey. Fantastic Mr. Fox, right? I actually have not. No. It's a good movie. Go see ow, it. Oh, bro. I know you watch it post Thanksgiving or whatever the fuck, but ow, bro. I watch it around Thanksgiving. It's not an exact day, but <laughs> honestly, I'm pretty sure I told you I watch it right after Thanksgiving, and that's what I did this year. So you're right. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Big brain Gus over here. I gotta see that shit, dude. I still haven't seen that. It feels though like I didn't watch Isle of Dogs either. The two Isle of Dogs is good. I I really liked Isle of Dogs. I think I like Fantastic Mr. Fox way more, but Mm. I don't think that Isle of Dogs is a bad movie by any means. I'll say that. Okay. Is is Wes Anderson working on a new one right now? Um. Yeah. Uh, He. It's done, but it didn't hit theaters because of. because of COVID, uh, it's yeah, called yeah. the French Dispatch is the new one, I believe. Oh, I have heard that title. Yeah, around. I think Chalamet is in it, and that's all I remember of who's in it. I mean, I'm just gonna make a wild guess that Bill Murray's in it, and who knows? But he definitely probably is. That's very true, and perhaps Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson, Ray Fiennes, uh, um, fucking Ed Norton, J- uh, Jason Schwartzman. Jay, uh, Jay Cyrus probably will be in that. Pro- too, I think Jay. I, I think um, I think uh, Markiplier is going to be in the new Wes Anderson film. I would uh, like to see a Wes Anderson adaptation of Unis Honest put to the big screen. <laughs> oh my god! I want to. I want to see Ethan's Wes Anderson version. I, wa- <laughs> yeah, I want to but- see a Wes Anderson scene of when our friend Ethan Nestor took that one naked photo in his bathroom where he's like on the wall. You know that photo? Oh yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, our friend Ethan, listen, he doesn't show his butt or balls or peen, but because he's a gymnast, he's straight up like took 
like this. Com- he's completely horizontal, feet against the wall, hand on the mirror of his bathroom, like Spider-Man taking uh, uh, a real, uh, real risque photo in his bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I Absolutely. look at it every day, and it's my wallpaper on my phone. That's what I I've made all the billboards in Miles Morales just be uh, Ethan Nestor Spidey Spidey Keenan <laughs> up on the mirror up there. The number one issue between Gus and Sabrina and me and Chrissy is this one photo, and we were not budging at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that we will not budge on. I've had many arguments about it. That's fine. You know, it's like they just got to work around it. You know. Like yeah, the, like the water floweth around its stone in the creek. They must work around my Ethan Nestor butt peen pick. I will say, and I'm kind of glad about this. So I don't know how you guys are doing, um, like any type of holiday tradition stuff. The kind of thing is, uh, even when it comes, I mean, C- Christmas, I'll be, you know, kind of just alone in my apartment. But I, for mm-hmm. me, I'm like, I don't want to do any traditions this year. Because I don't want to taint those traditions with 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, I get that. I'm very sad that because there was too much going on for us to do a Thanksgiving episode, that Pilgrim Eddie didn't make an appearance. But I want Pilgrim Eddie to come back when we're on set next year and when it feels right. And because I really like that we get, you know, we drink too much on our every holiday episode. And it's like mm-hmm. that. That I feel like that's sacred to there, you know. Pilgrimetti oh, yes. will return in the fall of 2021. Thank God. I, I'm so excited too because I finally found the turkey hat this year too. About a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yes. Okay. So turkey so, Gus returns as well. We're letting the turkey marinate the entire year before we pull this bitch out. <laughs> that the thing's gonna time. be sopping wet. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna be drenched. I'm gonna just dunk it in gravy before I put it on my head <laughs> next year. <laughs> Dude, um, one thing is, uh, listen, I I feel for all my gamers out there who are trying to grab a PS5 and things are just not working out. I feel for you guys. It's I I'm so sorry for everybody. Is that like actually? I'm not trying to be a dick because I actually I don't have mine and I'm not jumping on it, so I haven't been trying. Is it still that much of a problem to get one? So essentially, with the the I think it's the, the CEO of PlayStation, not Sony, was like, we are out of stock and we're trying to. And I think he said there's going to be some new stock before the end of the year, like during the holiday mm-hmm. season. But like, I'm pretty sure every time the PS5 goes on sale on, like, Walmart, scalpers with, like, a bunch of bots buy up the whole stock f- oh, to a degree man. and then try and resell. it. Dude, it's like, the PS5 is like the fucking Wii right now. It's really weird. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, this whole thing is so strange where it's, like, it's been such a, uh, a finite good for, for such a long time with pre-orders and now that it's fucking out. It's like, you can't get one of these machines? What the hell? Yeah, I don't know if we have any podcast listeners that were just kind of like too young to know about it. It was kind of right when we were getting old enough to pay attention. Mm-hmm. The fucking era of, of every family in America trying to grab a Wii during holiday season for like a year, kind of, was yeah. insane. Because wasn't it, the next Christmas came around and it was still hard to get, right? I do remember it being at least a hot, hot commodity. I don't remember how hard it was to get, but yeah, it was it was full surge for more than a year. Yeah, that's um, it's just weird. I'm, I don't think that'll happen with the PS5, but that was such a crazy time. It's just like it was weird. People were fighting each other for a Nintendo Wii. Great, great system. A lot of good memories, but mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't think it's worth grandma getting clocked on the side of the head at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious too, thinking about like, especially like, obviously regular consoles will have the de- deterioration in their lifespan and stuff too. But uh, the Wii, more than any other console in my lifetime that I remember, I just remember it being so almost insultingly cheap. Like in the last couple of years of it uh-huh. really being kind of a, like like, hey, you might have a game for the Wii. Where it was just like the the amount of times that I saw that as like a prize at some dumb college giveaway or some like high school fundraiser thing or a yep. sport event or some shit. It's just like that was the default prize. Like I remember for a while, I I saw multiple locations around me and like local game stores and shit in Wisconsin where I could go in and buy like a brand new Wii with like Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort for like ninety nine bucks, and it was like still when they were releasing like a lot of Wii games and shit. You just got the whole bundle for like a hundred bucks damn dude i just like I, it, it's a i would say it's weird because i don't know if the we like what would you class i wouldn't say it's like underappreciated because it was this fucking phenomenon but then it was like i think everyone had the experience where they they played it they got tired of it and they moved on to something else <clears> and they missed a couple of really cool games if it wasn't your main console and i think the biggest miss for a lot of people once they moved on to the 360 and ps3 was fucking Mario Galaxy, baby. Wow. You know, I still haven't Mario played Galaxy. that. I, got, I, I played a couple hours of the first one, and I was just like, I was a dumb kid, and I was like, I don't want to collect all these fucking stars with the point-and-click shit, so I stopped playing it. I get you. I get you. You know but, what, though? is it The deck was stacked against me because we had our own Wii, but before we had that, my cousin let us borrow uh, his Wii for whoa. like four months, and it was a cracked homebrew Wii that had like... 200 fucking games on it oh dude i remember that one of my uh uh childhood best friends would like um i think his his cousin got him an xbox like that and he was like just tell me any game you want and i will show up with a a disc that will be that game and he's like if it came out he goes if it came out yesterday i'll get it and it was the craziest two months ever. And then Xbox, because it was connected to Xbox Live, Microsoft yeah. Microsoft bricked that bad boy and was no. like, and then, so he he got my friend a new one because he felt bad. But it was just like the craziest time ever. And I remember like we asked for like Viva Pinata. It's like I'm sure there was like yeah. some amazing games, and we were like, let's get the Pinata game because we were 12 and stupid. Oh, but dude, actually, I mean, Viva Pinata was fun as fuck. That that's. In, in a similar vein, uh, that reminds me of every time when I was a little kid. Again, I didn't have console shit growing up, but I could have access to PC stuff. And I like we never really just went and bought video games. But I had this one shining opportunity every single year, where I went to my buddy Jacob's house for birthday. Parties. Oh, I and, remember this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just I'm kicking myself because his dad let me burn one CD. And the first year that I went there, I was like, okay, well, I definitely really, really, really want Age of Empires. But then I was, like, so scared because I was still young enough and I was a dumb kid. And I was like, I feel as though if my parents saw me have Age of Empires, even though they don't know what it is, they'd be like, what is this game? It's too violent. Give me that game. So I chose fucking Pac-Man Adventures Through Time. Oh, man. Oh, which turned man. out to be pretty fun. But was I it one of the... Age of Empires. I think we talked about... I might have asked the same thing before. It was one of the, the like, 3D platformer Pac-Man games, right? Yeah, and it's like, I'd love to go back and revisit it, but it, it was still that gridlocked, like, this traditional gameplay of Pac-Man, go through the lines and stuff, but it was sort of, like, tilted up third person, and, and it was just, there was a shitload of different environments, you literally traveled all through time, so it was kind of fucking cool, but mm. it was no Age of Empires, you know? Yep. 
Well, um, with, with uh, I wanna, we had a whole holiday miss for our boys. You wanna hear from our boys? You wanna hear a couple of preguntas right now? Let me call my friggin' boys here and see what the heck they're up to, guy. Hello, <clears throat> the boys. Uh, well, pick up. This is a business call. Don't let it go collect. How Damn did it. you all get on one phone call together? <laughs> well, bro, this is pretty weird. And then I hang <laughs> up on them. Damn! Please never hang up on me ever. That would be really sad and crappy. So. Um, oh. Well, I'll, I'll, you'll see, you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Ask us your questions. Uh, if just wanted to quick get ahead of this. If you're, if you're a Spanish speaking listener, preguntas is how, is what that is. Uh, ask us your question or preguntas at Eddie Burback or at Gus Buckets on Twitter and we'll fix your life. All right. At Brad, Brad and things. And I got to send you a, a little photo here. All right. Okay. Says. What is the deal with toilet paper math? Can you please help a brother out? Oh my god, this is... Ugh, what the fuck? Is this all real? Here, let me send this. Are, is this just an amalgamation of all the different toilet paper oh, breakdown? Yeah, so I, I hate this. This is actually something that I've dealt with. So toilet paper companies will put a giant number on <clears throat> the outside of the packaging. It'll say like 36. And your brain goes, okay, that's 36 rolls. And what they're saying is, these are 17 rolls, but because they're mega rolls, they equal the paper of 36 rolls. Whether that is true or not, give me the fucking number, because it's supposed to be deceiving. You know, it's like, it's a small number with a big number next to it. And it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Because here's my thing. I don't have a measurement. For a toilet paper roll, so when they're like, "This is this is ten rolls, but it's pre- it's twenty regular rolls because these are mega." What measurement is a is a toilet paper roll? Is that officially recognized by something, or are they yeah. just making shit up? This sounds like kind of a self declared unit here. A mega roll too. Yeah, it's mega fucking- plus mega plus roll. Ah, double yeah. plus. That's what I'm saying, dude. It doesn't make any fucking sense. This one's. So 36 double plus rolls equals 82 regular rolls. What does that mean? Like, I need to know if you're going to do that. I need a measured distance. If I roll toilet paper out, how long a regular roll is measured? You know, we should do an experiment on the podcast when I get back. Oh, absolutely. Not together, obviously, but you understand. Oh, once I I'm, get it. Once I'm back with my toilet paper, so I, I don't, <laughs> my mom doesn't come downstairs and uh, just 15 rolls of toilet paper are rolled out and I got a measuring tape and I'm like, it's for the <laughs> podcast. Don't step on this. Don't step on this. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, I, by the way, too, I can't, I forgot. I was going to do this for this episode that we took a week off. Uh, I still have to do the big straw challenge with the toilet paper tube roll. Oh, yeah. Uh, are you doing that today? I, I don't have any paper towels, so I can't do both of them. I totally fucking forgot. Okay, for people that missed the last episode, Gus is going to do the big straw challenge where he uses a toilet paper roll to suck up a bunch of water at once. And I need need to see it, and I need to hear it, and I need to know how it goes. Um, Wait, you don't have any uh, paper towel roll or anything? I I literally – I have a toilet paper roll. I can start – I can go grab one of those really quick. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Still big straw. All right, I'll be right back. Hey guys, it's just me and you for a bit. Gus has walked away. Uh, I uploaded a new video. I'm, I'm working on a new one again, which is cool. Um, I'm feeling real motivated lately. So uh, if you want to check those out, I'm sure some of them are uploaded by now. Some of them aren't. 
I'm not God. I can't edit, what, a video a week? I don't know who the fuck does that. And I know, guys, that seems... I don't... How the fuck does, like... I love uh, Danny, my friend Danny Gonzalez. Danny uploads, like, weekly. And I don't know where he finds the energy or time. And I'm, like, so impressed by it. And they're all funny. And then I'm like, I'm over here like, I need a month for my process. This motherfucker's uploading once a week. How do I compete with that? Not competing. He's my friend. But you understand. I'm in Gus here. is back. I was, I was just, right. I was just, um, you know, shooting the shit with the boys. So don't, I think we were pretty much good if you want to head back out. Hell, oh, like actually leave? Oh, no, sorry. I was only saying if you wanted to. I thought you were suggesting that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll stay. I'll leave. I'll stay. I'll stick around. I'll stick around. <laughs> she, she noticed the small, like, kind of gaslight thing. I was like, not gaslighting, <laughs> but I was like, you said that. Oh, um, oh, fuck. All right, so I got a brand new, fresh tube of toilet paper. I am going to unroll this. Uh-huh. So that it is not wasted. Wait. I'm confused. So wait, you're, you you got a full roll? Oh, I thought you just had an empty one. I didn't want to make you have to unroll a full roll of toilet paper. I ain't using no poopy roll. I'm I, Okay, wait, would it, would it be it's, a poopy roll, though? If Yeah, I always, I make it a default thing to say, like, the roll that I'm actively using to be wiping my ass that week, I make it a point to shit directly through the tube as kind right. of a challenge to myself. Right, right, So then the tu- it's already near that area, so you can rip and wipe immediately yeah. i call it the old rip and dip you know what i mean <laughs> oh god damn all right she's almost clean here looks like we're gonna have a couple of micro rolls for ourselves here okay so did you did you get a bowl of water is that what you said you were gonna I, do i have a clear uh tall thin glass of water so okay. you can see the water okay. in there so for those of you at home that are unfamiliar with this challenge like i was last episode essentially the challenge is He's just going to suck up the water real fast, and that's it. That's it. And now I got to see if I can actually drink some and not choke. You win if you don't choke. (laughs) (laughs) And just so you guys know, you lose if you choke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just to establish the rules. (laughs) Really just is kind of like creating a really fun, positive feedback loop here. That's that's what this (laughs) game is all about. Be sure to do it real close to the mic. I'll be, I'll be sure to do it right on the mic. So my strat going into this, uh, I, I think most to people... Suck. <laughs> to suck. I think most people fuck it up because they try to go... <gasps> and like inhale it and you're just breathing water in. But I think if I kind of don't breathe and I just try to go for one giant, like, you know, like when you're sucking down a chocolate malt or something, you just go... Uh- you just give that little suction thing. Uh huh. But you're doing it with a pretty open mouth, with right? With a very yeah. With kind of my I'm I very much have you know that guy in Monsters Inc. Randall's buddy that gets his lips sucked so fucking dry by the oh, yeah. machine. Oh I'm yeah. Oh bas- yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm basically making those lips and cramming them down this little toilet paper tube. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna need a countdown, Eddie. All right. Fifty. 49. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. All right, Five, four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> the sound I just I did it. You wait, you did it? I totally I'm not even fucking kidding you. I did it. You t- I seriously got some, I didn't even choke. Wait, Do you, you heard me swallow? You got the whole did you slurp the whole thing? I didn't slurp the whole thing. This thing that's is disintegrating. The, that's the challenge, Gus. All right, I'm going is back this... in. 
Oh god, the noise that I'm hearing. Oh, I mean, I can't. It's literally it, unable to be sucked again, and now I'm just okay, sitting in water. Okay, <laughs> okay, you can stop. All right. I want to say for the record that I fucking passed that though. I got an entire you mouthful did, of water. You, if you got an entire mouthful, okay. I thought you put an entire mouthful in. Why would you? I told. Oh no. I mean, I probably have about. 15 mouthfuls in here. Oh, well then you can't, Chari, you don't have to do the whole thing. Yay! You did it, yeah. I'm a if you champion. Gotta, if you did the full mouthful, I didn't make it. The, the, the moment after that was just like, are you sure I have to do are it? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, hey, man. Chris Give a hand for Gus, even if, you're dri- even if you're driving. Yay! I'm cleaning. I, I have definitely water all over my computer chair. And Chris, I'm wearing your neat dude hat today. So I don't mean to disparage your merch, but I wore your neat dude shirt yesterday, and it was fantastic, but it's dirty now, and it's the closest thing to me, so I'm using it to wipe up the water. I hope you're right. not insulted. So essentially, Chris, he's saying he hates neat dude, and he thinks it's bad, and he's a I, piece of shit. That's I went out of my it. way to establish that wasn't my point. Well, then you did it wrong because I got lost somewhere on the way. Oh, man. And that's on you. Now it looks like I peed my pants with pee right now. That's I hate when I do it specifically with pee. I know, it, I like to diversify. When I do it with Hawaiian punch, it's not as bad, but Oh uh, my god. You ever you, you ever heard in the audience ever this is my stand up set. Y'all ever piss Hawaiian punch? <laughs> some of you, some of you, a couple some of you? in the audience. You yeah. seen this, you hear about this? This guy oh, has. This Hawaiian, guy has punch. Hawaiian punch piss, you hear about this? Yeah. You, you, you hear about this? Thing? <laughs> Imagine Seinfeld coming out trying to do some crowd work with Hawaiian punch piss. Dude, one thing that's one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite recent, like, just uh. club stand-up bits or recent before, you know, the pandemic, is a guy, I forgot his name, but, like, if, if people who are uninformed, when Jerry Seinfeld was, I believe, 40, he dated a 17-year-old girl that became his, I think, current wife, right? I um, And this guy did a stand-up set in an impression of Jerry Seinfeld there was something along the lines of like, don't you hate it when you go to your girlfriend's house and her parents are the same age as you? And like a, <laughs> a bunch of relatable things of like, don't you hate it when you have to drop your girlfriend off at math class? <laughs> like, a, like a Seinfeld bit about the issues of dating a teenage girl, which is just like a really good takedown of kind of what happened. Anyways, it was just really funny. I, I wish I remembered That's the guy's name. Bit. Um, I'll probably find it sometime and recommend it later. I don't want to just like take the guy's mm. joke and put it on here. Oh, I'm still kind of yeah, I'm still drowning over here a little bit. Okay, well you got another pregunta? Oh yeah, let me open my cellular mobile device here. <clears throat> All right, here's a pregunta. All right, this one again, we're reading them fresh off the presses. This one pre oh, this one makes my blood boil. Oh no. All right. So this is from at Jagombles, and at Jagombles says, Disagreement. My roommate, and I'm going to excise the name, my roommate blank recently, told, blank recently told me that she tops off our spoiled milk with our new milk and said, It is like a blood transfusion. It makes it fresher. Please wait, help wait, me. wait, 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 wait. So she is taking a fresh thing of milk, and pouring it into spoiled milk. That's what you're telling me. Yes. So as if, like, the milk that's spoiled, in her mind, is still not beyond repair. So she's trying to do a, quote-unquote, 2% milk transfusion to try to resurrect the spoiled milk with a little fresh young blood of the new milk. So let's say 
and maybe it's true. Maybe we'll we'll see. You know, I'll get tweets. They're like, actually, that works. I don't care if that works. Just drink the new milk. Just don't even fuck with that. And also, also, also I'm, I don't know the problem. science, but how the fuck could that work? I don't. That's the thing is, I'm reserving it just in case I don't know. But and maybe if we want to Google it right now, here, let me give it a search. Because <laughs> what do you I, search for, even? I c- can fresh milk save. No, no, type in, help me, help me, my milk is dying. How do I save it? Can you save spoiled milk? Um, Nine reasons why you should never, ever throw away. Well, I know you can do that, yeah, but I'm sure, okay, it's just saying, like, why you shouldn't throw it away for for any, like, cooking stuff. I'm just going to assume that it sounds the way it is and that doesn't work. But also, how often... Is your milk spoiling where this is a problem and you have new milk? Just finish the damn milk then or get smaller things of milk. If you're worried about wasting it, get on top of your milk consumption. That's all I'm saying. Also, again, it's like probably like you can go for a half gallon of milk or so, you know, get a little half gallon. Yeah. If if you outside of like coffee cream or shit, if you use it for anything else, you telling me you can't finish a fucking half gallon of milk in like a week or two? That's the thing is when I was uh, having more cereal at the beginning of the pandemic, I found that I was letting uh, like one or two times milk spoil because I wasn't having cereal enough. I just Mm -hmm. straight up stopped having cereal because I was like, I don't want to keep wasting all this milk. I mean, I had cereal dry, but I was like, I don't want to waste all this milk. So I'm just... I'm out the game. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't keep up with the milk game, and so I, I had to cancel it out. But I'll say, especially I'm assuming this roommate isn't consulting the other person. Oh, I would imagine not, yeah. And it's like, you got to be fucking crazy to do that shit. I'm You're just, I'm the just. milk supply. The, the podcast has burned me too many times, though, where I don't want to say that it for sure doesn't work because I feel like I'll have people be like, actually, Eddie. You were wrong. <laughs> you know what? I, I'll let you take that stance, but I feel so fucking confident that I will say there's no way that doesn't work fully. Thank, final thank you for saying that for both of us. I'm I hitting my giant CeeLo lock in my vote answer. And <laughs> I want people to know, I don't think that it works. Or am I? do I think that there's like a possibility where I would try it? I'm just, I'm just, I don't know the science, man. I'm not a, I'm not a cow, <laughs> I'm not a cow scientist. Or a dairy doctor, or whatever the hell they're called. I have no idea. A milkist. I ain't no milkist. We know Gus isn't because obviously he wasn't in, you know, the okay. cheese book. You had to bring up the cheese book. So it's much distance and healing had gone by in the last couple of months, and then you just fucking ripped the scab off. We're just talking about. We're talking about dairy. We're talking about how you weren't in extra cheese, please. Uh, I was clearly uh, into book, and I was excised because of uh, publishing editing reasons. It I, went too long. I don't want to bring up old drama. For people that don't know, Gus thought he was in a book and he wasn't in the book. And I was told I was in the book. And, you know, that's just what people have been talking about, I think, ever since. And that's where we're going to leave it, that that you weren't in the book. And that's that's it. You're lucky my name's in this podcast or I'd leave. It could be the... And Eddie podcast. <laughs> I'm keeping. I'm keeping the and for no reason. And every time it's announced elsewhere, you still insist that people have to leave the requisite amount of pause for where my name yeah. would have been. <laughs> They're like, so you're the host of the and Eddie. Po-. And I'm like, what? Sorry, I don't mean to correct you. It's the. And Eddie podcast. So just, I don't mean to be nitpicky. And they're like, I know why. I get why. I get why Gus left. And I'm like, you mean why 
left. I don't say his <laughs> name. <laughs> so you can't even say his fucking name? Nope. <laughs> I don't, no, man. You, I, just the sound of his name absolutely dists me. <laughs> I love that, uh, especially, you're like, you're lucky my name is on the podcast, which both of our names gives us kind of absolute power over the podcast. But yeah. you're essentially saying, I'm trapped in this because my name is on the title. Oh, man, that's it. It's binding, dude. Hey, everybody. This episode is sponsored by Amazon Alexa. Thank you so much for sponsoring the Gus and Eddie podcast. Now, listen. I am always looking for ways to make my life easier. You guys know me. We're all juggling so much, so the ability to offload even the smallest tasks can make a difference. One convenience that I can't believe I lived without, smart bulbs for <laughs> small smart bulbs connected to Alexa. Pardon me. And right now, Amazon Alexa is offering a special smart lighting bundle for our listeners. With an Amazon Smart Lighting Bundle, you can turn your home into a smart home in just minutes. Setup is easy and you don't need any extra equipment. Just connect your own new smart bulb to the Echo Dot and you're all set, guy. You're all set. Set every possible mood with over 16 million light colors to choose from. Or control the lights in your home with the sound of your voice. You just say, Alexa, turn on the lights. I hope I didn't turn on any of your lights at home. Sorry if I did. Please turn them lights off, please, Alexa. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can also set lighting routines to gently wake you up in the morning, help you wind down at night, or completely turn off at a certain time. Right now, you can get 20% off your Amazon Smart Lighting Bundle only at Amazon.com slash Gus and Eddie. Every bundle includes an Echo Dot Smart Speaker and a Singled Color-Changing Light Bulb. Wow, that's a mouthful. That's Amazon.com slash Gus and Eddie to get 20% off and take advantage of this amazing smart home deal amazon.com slash gus and eddie thank you amazon alexa for sponsoring this episode of the podcast guys go away can you imagine if one of us died and we kept the name the gus and eddie podcast but replaced the host and didn't change it to their name oh my god well if i died you'd have to good fucking luck finding another gus i'd have a little bit more luck with there's a, I'm there's saying, a little more eddies i'm saying we don't even find the exact name replacement we keep the na- the new guys i die the new guy's name is like jim but it's still the <laughs> gus, it's still the gus and eddie podcast and jim will never change that fuck yeah. you know, fuck jim he can't replace me i'll haunt the bitch i'll do it You'll haunt the podcast, dude? What the hell? I'll haunt Jim. I'll haunt Jim. Oh, okay, okay. You won't mess with me, though, right? Uh, eh, you know. I mean, whatever. I would be, would have been the one that knowingly recast the role of my buddy here. <laughs> <laughs> just fucked you over. Anyway. I just don't want... I, I would haunt you, but only to the level to ruin your friendship with this new guy, because I'd be a little bit jealous. That's fair. So, that seems like the, the fair jurisdiction of the you, haunt. You know what I would do is I wouldn't... Um, I would start mixing uh, fresh milk into the spoiled milk and not doing it in front of you so you thought it was him. Oh, my God, dude. I'd lose my mind if that continued to happen in my house, honestly. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Because I'd forget about this question in a week, and then I'd be like, what the fuck is going on with my milk right now? <laughs> um, it, uh, that's such a waste of my power. I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably start going through. I'd go f- through walls. How soon would you go through a wall if you were a ghost? Immediately, right? I I have to try it. It'd be like day one. Like I'd be in the the training room, you know, where you're just still waking up. You're like, where am, where am I? And they're like, all right, so you're a ghost. 
Let me just lay down some ground. Yep. Like, don't we're, we? We'll get to that in a sec. And I'd just be going right through. I would fuck. Because what's he gonna stop me? I'm just gonna leave. There's no exactly. goddamn walls that can contain me. Well, that's the thing is, I probably uh, first obviously I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna ghost cry a little bit because I'm sad. Mm. But then like I'm gonna go straight to like Area 51 in the Pentagon and start just reading shit. You think they prepped for ghosts? Yeah. You think Area One, Area Fifty One has a fucking fence for ghosts, or you think I'm, I can just walk right in? No, I bet they got Dumbledore to cast that sort of fake force field <laughs> like like he did around Hogwarts. <laughs> the president in like fucking just like JFK is like, get me Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> we have too many ghosts reading our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea of JFK knowing what Dumbledore is is the funniest thing in the world to me. Just barking, get me Dumbledore. Like it's a national <laughs> security issue. It's like, sir, but why? I, I, we'll, happy, we'll happily get Dumbledore for you. But again, it's like, why didn't you use him for like the Bay of Pigs invasion? I need him now, damn it. I didn't want to ask too many favors. He would not return them when we really needed them. I don't think there's a such thing as Cuban ghosts, but we need Dumbledore here. It's like, why? There are only white ghosts. JFK. JFK. Come on. JFK. I'm sorry. I am just, I'm ornery. (laughs) All right, you got another Pregunta? I do have another Pregunta right here. Uh, Oh, by the way, I just wanted, I don't know why the fuck JFK was the jumping point off of this. Probably should have just mentioned this in business quick, but uh, I just want to just... I forgot I had something of my own. Today I uploaded uh, a new sketch, uh, but it's got Ian Kung in it. And I just wanted to uh, sh- uh, share with the folks at home, by the way, uh, Ian has been living in a place all by himself. And uh, a couple days ago, me and Sabrina and Ian, just the three of us, uh, we got double tested before we went immediately to an Airbnb and we hung out for a few days and then came immediately back to apartment, not breaking our three-person bubble. And I filmed a shitload of content with Ian and Sabrina uh, during that time. So if you're you're gonna see a lot of Ian Kung stuff for the next couple of months, uh-huh. but I just wanted to let people know that's how we did that. There's the logistics of that. There's new sketch stuff out. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that at the business business part at the top of the day. So. Mm. <clears throat> also, one Anything. thing I, I want to add to just like quick thing in there. I just want people to know, like what, even when we talk about any like like COVID safe stuff. We're not applying that to, like, an essential worker if there's something out of your control for COVID safety. Like, me and Gus know we have, like, such a privilege with our job that we don't have to, like, go do certain things. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to thank all the boys out there that are especially essential workers or or healthcare people, which are also essential workers. So I don't know why I said it was different. Thanks for... uh, Thanks for putting it on the line for the rest of the country and, well, I guess the rest of the world for whoever's doing it. So appreciate you. We we love you. We love you Um, very much. Thanks for saying that. I saw one person say once that they thought maybe that we were, like, judging even essential workers and they were one. And it's like, no, absolutely nope. not. Like, I would never. I am judgment. I reserve almost the entirety of my judgment to those of uh, us who absolutely are in these unique positions and then choose to be so flagrantly right. unsafe despite all of these head starts that they have for a situation like that. I will say, if you are an essential worker and there's something really petty that annoys me, I will judge you for that. Not for any (laughs) of the other stuff. If you, like, I don't know, like, pour milk and spoiled milk into the fresh milk. (laughs) At the Kroger, I will thank you for being an essential worker, and then I will, when you turn around, go, fuck, fuck that guy for that. But, But thank you. 
and you're a hero. But, gosh, can you believe this fucking milk thing? But thank you. Oh, yeah, dude. This, the, honestly, that's perfectly paced. Perfectly paced. <laughs> All right, I got a bop right here. Uh, at a, at am always anxious. Uh, says, hey boys, long-time listener, first-time asker. If you were to make a Disneyland-esque ride about anything, what would be the theme and what would the ride do? That's okay, can bop. Let's, let's have two. Let's first have, in with Disney and their ownership stuff, what you'd make. And then one of just an absolute side one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, one, one in the realm of possibility they could make, and then one for anything we'd possibly want, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, dude, that's both of them are kind of difficult though. I feel like I had a good idea that I was talking with Chrissy about for a Disney ride, but I don't remember it. And I can't fuck, man. I I Was it Disney? Like Disney Disney I th- specific? I, I think so. I think also you and I talked about once that like if they could Really, really, because I heard it was kind of disappointing, the Monsters, Inc. ride at Disney. I never went on it, though. I went on it. It fucking sucks bad, Does it have to do with the doors? No, like, I can't even remember. I think there was a microscopic area with the doors in there, but it really just is, like, a very, very poorly lit, like, series of, like, mid-range dioramas that you very slowly walk through or ride One thing is, like, imagine you have kind of unlimited space and unlimited money. And they nailed the if you if people that don't remember the Monsters Inc. scene where they're they're chasing Randall or Randall's chasing them and they're going through the doors. Can you imagine being in like a large room with all those doors and then like flying through like a hotel room in Paris and then flying out back and then you know what I mean like going through like a bunch of different places? It oh would be God. like fucking impossible. But if we're talking like budgetless, you know, in the future we can do this. That would be so fucking cool. Might not be the coolest experience, but that one comes to mind right away. Dude, I'm just thinking now, not to get too off track here, but fucking even just as a VR game, that would be so fun. Yeah. To be able to go through all these doors. Holy shit. I don't really know outside of Disney stuff what I do though. I'm hoping the Tron ride is cool. Um, I hope so too. Yeah. Because Tron is, like, a pretty cool base for a ride. You know, like, that is, with especially if you hit the music from, like, the last Tron movie, Tron Legacy. Ooh, mm-hmm. baby. That's a soundtrack right there, Gus. I don't know if that you watched be... Tron Legacy recently, but I love that movie. It's fucking awesome. I have to do a rewatch on that. I watched that around when it came out. Was that, like, 2010 that it came out or so? Yeah, but... you, you should definitely rewatch it. It's definitely worth it, especially even for the soundtrack. Because Daft Punk did it, and it's cool, okay? I forgot about that. Damn. Okay. If, as long um, as my boy Jeffy B is in the ride, if as long as I can ride a crouched over Jeffy B who is looked uh-huh. who is shaped like a Tron light cycle, that'd be great. I um, th- what was I gonna say too? I'm I can't think of I'm I'm. This is such a good question. This is but a I'm great ju- one. I would one thing I would actually love to hear is is people on the subreddit come up with like what they think a cool ride would be because I just want to hear people's ideas. But like I feel like I have. We've talked even about ideas, but I'm just blanking on like all of them right now. Let's uh, let's do this next week. Uh, if there are some good ones, we'll share some of the best ideas from the yeah, subreddit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be r slash r slash Gus and Eddie. Thanks for all the memes and stuff on there, everybody. Absolutely. Fuck, Dude. I'm just my head's in the space now. What do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say just visually. If they made a Coco ride that's in the like Coco, oh, yeah. like uh, what what would you call the world in Coco? Is Mexico. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, once he's dead, <laughs> not talking about the fucking. 
Mexico, strange name. I'm like, I'm like, what, what is this? What is this odd place that you're walking around? <laughs> There's oh. just people in the ride. Uh, it's Mexico. Yeah, hey. The what's going on? the world building with the ofrenda and it's like, Whoa. <laughs> dude, no, but yeah, once the the cocoa, like the beautiful cocoa, like uh, I don't even know. I don't want to say like underworld. That sounds like you know, like Hades type shit. I don't know exactly what you call, it, but with with like those orange leaves and all the fucking lights everywhere, oh, you, you could beautiful. nail that in a ride. That would be fucking awesome. That would just be so interesting. Honestly. Are they making a cocoa ride? I'm gonna look it up. I don't know. I don't know if they have any future with the uh, with that franchise if they do a sequel at all. It's Dude, a have, perfect one. Have you seen the Spider-Man ride stuff? Uh, from Universal Florida or what? No, no, no. It's uh, Disney because Marvel uh, they uh, like they own it now, so they're doing like the. Or, I mean, oh. Disney owns Marvel. Um, so I saw. I don't know exactly how the ride's gonna work, but I saw Imagineers. Uh, there's a video. I would say everyone just Google like Imagineering like Spider-Man robot. And it is like a a robot that they've designed to like like get thrown in the air and to do acrobatics like a real person. What? It's fucking crazy. And I'm so I'm assuming it's like I think they said that the ride might be kind of like swinging. It's like a pendulum type thing. And I oh. think they have Spider Man leaping into the air next to you. Oh my god, that sounds awesome as hell. Yeah, you know, Disney, I, w- I don't want to spoil any of it. Uh, Chrissy and I, like, a week before the pandemic really hit, were at Disneyland. And I went on Rise of the Resistance. And it was such a cool experience that I'm, like, so excited for any new rides with the tech for it. Because Rise of the Resistance, I had to Google, like, five different things. Because I was like, how the fuck does this work? Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it now. But there was, like, multiple things in the moment where I was like, I can't explain what I'm seeing right now. Which yeah. is fucking awesome. So, uh... Uh, you know we're not we're not Disney freaks, but goddamn, I love the tech of those rides. You know, oh, and also I didn't mean freaks them. in that way. I just mean really fanatic people about it, which is also not a problem. I'm just saying <laughs> that's not what I am. I'm not, you know, at Disney every day. I'm still I'm not still going during the pandemic, dude. I saw a TikTok of this woman who was like, just so you guys know, for Disney, you have to wear a mask and it's at a lower capacity. It's like yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what life is like right now for literally everywhere. And so did you think that Disney was going to be different? Like, I have no idea. Yeah, and that doesn't just give you a f- – yeah, I'm sure you're fully safe in that park that thousands of people are touching and <laughs> eating and licking and shitting and coming on. Dude, yeah, I'm no I'm fun. licking – I pre-pandemic, I was licking every corner of Disneyland. For Dude, real. You, sh- you should have seen me on the Indiana Jones ride when the Jeep is going through there. I basically just had my, my head out the left window, tongue extended the whole time. I was pretty <laughs> much just one lick mark down the entire track. Dude, that's – I would jump out of the Jeep at the very end when Indiana Jones tells you a good job and I just straight up make out with him. I straight up just do it. <laughs> good job. I, <laughs> <you're just> like, <laughs> into the microphone. I would, I would sprint up to him and I would jump in that way like when um, like somebody comes home from the military and, and their kid jumps on them where you like wrap <laughs> your legs around them. <laughs> and I would just start making out with Indiana Jones. Before but this is Hey, this, this is, is before. <laughs> this is pre Chrissy, okay? This is this is PC. <laughs> you can say pre COVID like that was the concern. <laughs> no, this is during this is during COVID. It's just <laughs> oh wait, shit, that's also during. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have talked myself into a quarter here. Let's move on. This is totally a bit. Oh so my let's God. keep maybe maybe another question. That was okay. a great question from that person, though. That is a great one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, subreddit responses. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, you know, this just jogged my memory of here before I do another pregunta is um, there was uh, I, 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 I told you a little bit uh, off podcast. So I'm going to tell the boys here. I'm very excited. I've got my VR set up just fucking working perfectly now, dude. It, it is so fantastic. Hell um, yeah. I love it, man. I got the Valve Index. And uh, if anybody has, I don't know if, I, I don't think it's index specific. I think you can use it for anything. But holy shit, get yourself OVR Toolkit. It is not a sponsor. OVR toolkits, a couple of bucks. You can, you literally have almost lossless time, full accessibility over your entire computer. Like if you can get good at it, you can just do a quick button hotkey, and you can open up unlimited screens that that overlay over any game or program that you're in. That you can move around, and you can have a keyboard in front of you that you can really quickly type on, and have precision aiming with the clicking as you move it to you. It it is change the way that I use VR. You don't have to take the headset off to just do dumb shit like, all right, let me just, oops, sorry, open that window, resize, okay, uh-huh. back in. You just, you're in it the entire time and I've been playing around with all the different Steam home screens, so now I got, I fired my little bad boy up and I'm in Hobbiton. I'm sitting on my rocking chair that is coincidentally the perfect same dimensions as my shitty Amazon Basics desk chair, so my, it looks like my arms are resting on the actual chair that I feel, and there's the music going, and oh, it! I'm, I'm so happy I got it fully set up now. It's really fun. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I still got to play a couple of games when I get back, like Half-Life Alex and stuff. I never really got I was just scared. For people that don't know, um, in the Half-Life series, there's a, a monster called the Head Crab that tries to jump on your head and attach to your face and head, and in the VR game... They look very real, and it makes me so uncomfortable that I had to, like, pause the game because I was by myself. But, um, oh, yeah. anyways, moving past that VR shit, Chug-a-lunga. you got another Pregunta, my man? Yeah, I got a little friggin' Pregunta. Uh, let me check right here. At <coughs> uh, Eddie Not Eddie said, do you guys ever experience writer's block, and if so, how do you overcome it? Uh, there are legit times where I feel like I can't think at all. Also, you guys are amazing. Thanks, Eddie. What do you think, um, Eddie? I, uh, yeah, no, all the time. Uh, it's a, a lot of the time for me, my block, especially even when it comes with videos is I really care about when it comes to commentary, I really care about what, what I'm choosing to talk about. Um, and if I feel like there's nothing I'm passionate about, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to say. And I'm going to feel like a fraud if I record something. I am not the person to ask on how to deal with that properly. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think things when I, even when I would like I would have a video back in the I used to struggle way more with it when I was like trying to figure out my style and what I was doing. Going for a drive and listening to music and, and getting the coffee was that for me. I really nice. cleared my head doing that is like the coffee would wake me up a little bit. And then I just go for a drive, listen to some positive music and just kind of think about things. And especially just uh, it's like to be able to even write anything is like it's it's cool. It's it's a like a gift that you have um, not, that I don't have really. I, I write like structures to a video of something I react to, and I wish I could write more. So it's like if you can even do that a little bit, don't beat yourself up about writer's block because that's like I'm jealous. That's awesome, you know. I wish that I was I was just talking about Ian or with this with Ian Kong, and and we were saying like I don't understand there are people out there that can just sit down and are like all right time for me to write how i'm so jealous i'm so jealous of that because like i really want to do something like that and maybe we should both start to try it but like 
that's where it's like, I, you know, I feel like I have writer's block all the time where I'll think about something I might want to write and then I like never, ever do it. You know what I mean? I haven't written yeah. something since like high school that's like truly written, written. Like obviously we will write videos, but that's like different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I don't know. That's uh, that's something that I think everybody got, has to like find their own groove to get out of it. But I think trying to do things that get yourself out of your own head and kind of distract you are good, but not things maybe – and I hate I'm saying this, but it's like I'm, I'm pretty sure video games have always been the wrong move whenever I say that it's going to be the good move for me yeah. is because then I just I just use it as a procrastination tool to just like completely do something else. Yeah, that's what I've done, too. Honestly, like the, the only way I can write, uh, whether it's like stand up bits, like especially I love writing stand up bits because then it just feels like the ideas just come to you. Like if you have an uh-huh. idea, wedge yourself in your mind like wedge itself in your mind then it's just you're thinking on it and then the ideas come to you but i just honestly it just seems counterintuitive just for the way that i do things to sit down and be like all right what do i have yeah it doesn't well, work like that it's like do you have an idea oh it just randomly comes in your head sometimes write that shit down that's how you just you do it passively over time in my experience and then you, yeah. look and you go oh here's all my ideas you know that's one thing that sucks is, you know, you can even go back in the podcast and see is like, I was just about to start really doing stand up seriously. And I have like, I, so I have all this, like all these bits that have built up during the pandemic that I literally can't do anything with and literally never tried the ones from before, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, that, yeah, with, I think, I think when it comes to even the little bit of me not even doing it on stage, but even like writing that stuff, it's really just something funny comes to your head. Yeah. And it's not really like like sitting down to be like, I'm going to write a, a, a short story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like that process. I really have, I, I, I wish we could give advice, but I feel like we are just not experienced in that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm jealous of you. So even if you, if you write stuff and you got writer's block currently and you're beating yourself up, just know that like you're already further past where we are, you know, like we have no mm-hmm. idea how to do that stuff. Yeah. So um, also differently too. So I'll say to everybody creatively, it's okay if you're struggling during this whole thing because it's like mm-hmm. it, it makes sense if your brain is like, well, I feel like there's bigger fish to fry. There are. And so if you're struggling for it, it's like that's fine. We're kind of all on on hold for a bit. But also I'll say not to make do too much to, uh, talk about it. We got some light at the end of the tunnel, baby. We, we first time mentioned on the, the podcast. There's some vaccine rollout, baby. Round of applause. That's a freaking round of applause to the here. doctors of the world for fucking crushing it in a year, which is insane. That was very Ruby Ruby Rue of you. Thank you, Docs. That was very cool. Hell yeah, dude. Honestly, <laughs> home fucking stretch, dude. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Go. Let's do it. All like fucking positivity with all of us, and I'm so excited. I'm pretty. I know it, everything will be so competitive with venues for like theaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know you and I are really going to try to do some kind of live podcast something. Absolutely. Almost Absolutely. immediately where we can see you guys once everything's safe again. Oh, God. Because yeah. I got to see my boys. And, he, see my and guess what? Boys. People are like, are we going to stop handshaking after this? Are we going to stop hugging? I'm going to hug my boys. Oh, um, friggin' boys. I mean, I would request that maybe you guys be as clean as possible. I'm not saying you're dirty, but I'm saying after the pandemic, roll I'll try around. and be as clean. Roll, let's roll around in the mud together, everybody. Everybody <laughs> shit yourselves before coming to the Gus and Eddie meet and greet, please. Yeah. Well, that, dude, that, you remember that kind of happened once before the Chicago show. That is correct. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's, there's a guy. Uh, he mentioned it at the show. I won't say who he is but because I, I, I don't remember his name. But he, he said that on his way to the show to come see us, he took a shit 
in uh, uh, the metro. Or no, it was the the, the subway. yeah, it was, it was the, in the okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he t- he just took his shit on the on the train, not in the bathroom, but just on the train, and then uh, and then just went to the show and thought, hey, this is an extremely awkward and embarrassing thing. I think I'm going to tell Gus and Eddie about it in front of like a bunch of strangers. <laughs> yeah. And honestly. Props to him to do yeah. that for a good story. He gave us a story that I will never forget. And it's so I'm glad one. he shared that with us. It's a great one. That he knew what he was doing. That was a true entertainer. Good shit's on you, guy. Yep. Say, uh, Eddie, I got a little idea here. What's, what's up? How's about you and me perhaps split open a little piece of... <laughs> Man! All right, frick yeah. Here, let me grab Trying it. Trying to be a little quieter just for my mom's house. avant-garde. Here, I'm grabbing it from the main room here. It'll be 20 seconds. Stall, stall! Guys. This is what I was saying before. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get rid of Gus. That's all I'm saying. Uh, all we have to do is we'll all band together, and we'll get rid of Gus. Not from the podcast. I'm talking about in general. We'll just get rid of Gus. Now, don't read, don't read into that. I'm not saying that we do anything specific. I'm just saying we get rid of the guy. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? I'm winking at you. For audio listeners, I'm winking at you. And he's back. So. Oh, here I am. Hey, buddy. Hey, I assume it was nothing but positivity ever since I left. That's what I said ever since we talked even like a minute ago about the vaccine stuff. We're going full positivity with the podcast forever. Dude, I, I mentioned for the, the audio, or not just specifically the audio listeners, for the listeners. I was talking to Gus, and I'm like, I might... I might cry when we go back on set the first time. I might really tear up. Bro. I think I, it's like I'm already. If I'm already thinking that, it might it might happen. You might see you might see me, the whole podcast. You're like Eddie. You ready to start? And I'm, <laughs> and I just you know, and I just won't be. You won't be able to console me the whole time. Bro, we gonna have to change mail time to whale time. I'm gonna be sobbing so much here, dude. <laughs> All right. All right. You open it. We're knocking off a big one today. Oh my god, Eddie. This is the fucking crown jewel. I can already tell. Holy shit. Whoa. So this comes to us. Also, guys, thank you. We're just going through old mail. No new mail yet. Thank you. Not a damn storage unit. Uh, let's check this out. This is from Going Postal. This is from, ooh, West Bloomfield, Michigan. I don't see a name on the box. Perhaps we'll see one inside. It is a smorgasbord in here. Whoa, I love smorgasbords, dude. First of all, we got a mug that says, don't bother me, I'm having a crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's pretty good. Got a keychain in here that says, with a mother's touch, Bates. Oh, it's a Bates Motel one. Oh, that's hilarious, Mm. with a mother's touch. Holy shit, we got a bunch of old computer games in here? Yes. We got PlayStation 1 Top Gun Fire at Will. Yo. Whoa. Backyard Hockey. We got Dude, co- I love the Backyard Games. 3 Jewel Quest. Holy shit, Lego Island. Yes, dude. Whoa. Whoa, we got Hoyle Solitaire. Dude, this is fucking awesome. Backgammon. It's okay. I just have to show this to you later. It's it's a Backgammon CD, but the back of the CD, you can hear it. It has t- a tiny, tiny set of backgammon in the back of the crystal jewel oh, case. Oh, I love that. That's fucking awesome. We also got on VHS, we got uh, Bach and Broccoli, which looks like an old movie about a dog named Bach. 
Uh, okay. Probably like the fucking Beethoven shit. Uh, we got a New Testament Holy Bible. Okay. Uh, we got a handmade mixtape, um, which is just, yeah, Dead Kennedy's so, Jimmy Eat World. Oh, my God. What you're saying is that we got a test Testament Holy Bible, and it's just in new condition, correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure that that's what we were talking <laughs> wait, about. <laughs> wait, yo, we got, we got a joke book, and it says the wackiest joke book that'll knock, knock you over. And, and right, pick a pick a random joke from the middle of the book. <laughs> Good, because the front of it, he taped a piece of paper. It says, "In case the podcast gets a little stale, it happens sometimes. It's okay." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. All right, mid book, mid book. Knock knock. Who's there? Tyrone. Tyrone who? Tyrone shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that Wait, one. one more, one more, one more. <laughs> and knock, knock. Who's there? Arizona. Arizona who? Arizona, room for one of us in this town. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I'm so excited we have a for Gus and Eddie envelope. I w- we won't dig into all this. There's a Tony one, and there's a Sven envelope in here. Oh Whoa, my God. we we got we to save that for when we have uh, the in-person one with all the boys. Good. We got Crazy Frog's Greatest Hits. Uh, we have the nice. Lego movie on DVD. The Absolutely. Sims, the Sims 2 on, uh, on PC. And then <laughs> so this dude cut the cables off of two uh, old Apple headphones to give us a pair of uh, AirPods. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Those are those are more official. Those are handcrafted, so oh that works. God. This is just a bot. Whoever sent this, thank you so much. Much love from Michigan. Appreciate you. What a boy there. Oh my God. What a what a treasure chest of a one to open. I'm so happy with that one. Um, do, do you want to leave it there for this week? For m- for Mel. It's just with such a fire box, we gotta we gotta save while we don't have new packages for the next couple weeks. That's a mic drop, Eddie. Should we drop our microphones on here? No, 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 absolutely not, Gus. Do not All right, guys, end of the episode. Gus, um what to, what time are we at, let me ask you? It was literally at the hour mark. We start recording under an hour like we needed a couple minutes or probably a minute to start so i think this is still in the podcast oh shit should i pick the mic back up yeah pick the mic back up all right i I think you dropped the mic a little too soon all right i picked it back up again let's hit one more pregunta before we go all right let's take a little peeksy here to the twitter machine i really hope that um the mic trap didn't uh, hurt anyone's ears. <laughs> I think Tony will have to do a little bit of work there. Sorry, buddy. We're having Tony edit this one on the day of we're recording. So, oh, it's oh shit, Tony. I didn't think about that. Sorry, bad. No, 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 no. That's just a decibel went down. I'm not even saying. That. I was just, I was just joking. Um, you didn't actually really inconvenience him. He just has to highlight that and put the audio down. And drop not that a big deal. Down. All right, <clears throat> at Robot Ham says, would you rather have, oh wait, no, never mind, at, sorry, cut that little shit out real quick, um, at, oh, that guy says, what's the biggest flex you've ever seen? 
Mine is a lady who was having dinner with us, getting an international call from Buzz Aldrin. She also has 11 kids. Love the podcast. <laughs> That's a lot going on. The biggest the, flex. The biggest flex I've ever seen. I don't know, man. Oh, man. I don't know either. Well, I, in media, I would probably say it's when Norm MacDonald went back to host SNL like less than a year yeah. after they fired him. And he just yeah. is like... The show is just really bad, and he was just shitting all over him. That was the most, yeah. like, oh, God, shit ever. It's it's really, like, in, in the best way, awkward, too, because you can tell people, like, did not know he was going to do it, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, so, um, I, think, I think there's been a couple of good ones. I think there's been a couple of really good shots at Jay Leno since he left, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of like not make up for the shit that he pulled with Conan, but enough to like make people remember the history of how kind of bad it was. Yeah. You um, know, you know, it was honestly just on that vein. Like I, I am not, not a, okay. I don't even need to preface this shit. Um, we, we've ragged on Jimmy Kimmel some stuff in the past. I think he's had some funny shit, but especially post uh, Conan Jay Leno shit. Kimmel, did you? I'm sure you've seen that clip of him literally doing the video call with like Jay Leno. Like it's a couple minutes and Jay's just asking him rapid fire questions and shit. Have you seen that thing? No, no. Oh my God. It's like, uh, like, I don't remember what the fuck the segment is, but Jay is just trying to keep it light, you know, and he's just trying to be like, hey, what's the, what's the, what's the best prank you've ever pulled on somebody? And then Kimmel is like repeatedly, he goes, oh, I remember there's this one time that, uh, I told this guy that after I was done with my job, he could have my job. And then pretty much right away, I just fucking took it right back from him. Dude, yeah, I think you did tell me about that. That's fucking amazing that he said that. And it's like like three answers in a row that he directs back to like, yep, I'm doing this again. I'm doing this again. And it's just so uncomfortable. And I just, I love that shit. You know he entered that going. I can't pretend like Jay Leno didn't do what he did to one of my like best peers. Yes. You know? Yeah. So that's that's really fucking good. Um, I I don't know for for biggest flexes because a flex can also be like disrespectful and mean, and mm-hmm. I don't want to put that in the biggest flex of so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll think of some later, but um, for right now, Gus, what's that? You want, you want to drop that fucking mic? You want me to drop this again? I'll no, we'll just end the podcast. Tony, did you did, did you do it? Ah, that hurt my ears. Tony, did you cut before that, or did you, or are he are, are we you, going? Dude. I don't know what the fuck he, he's he's editing. I mean, like he'll be in the room when he's. Or I'll be in the room when he's editing. He could just cut it. When I ask him to, I mean, he usually, we usually let Tony pick the spot because he kind of has the best sense for that. But if I truly was like, dude, I'm dying on this hill. Let's cut it right here. Then he'd do it. He wouldn't keep it going now because I just said, let's cut it right here. He wouldn't do that. But, um, you're going to just, uh, head out, slow head out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just, then I'll just walk away. Okay.